Financial freedom, what is it and why are we all trying to achieve it? Today, we look at financial freedom and try to define what it means and is it attainable, all while drinking our personal favorite bottle of wine from the regions of Sicily in Italy. I'm Alex with Edo and you are listening to A Glass of Success. Welcome to A Glass of Success podcast, where every Thursday, wine and business enthusiasts come to be informed and inspired. Now, today on the podcast, we try Nero Davola and discuss about financial freedom. So sit back, get your wine glass out, and let's get into it. So this is the part each week when we try a different bottle of wine and give our review. Edo has brought along a bottle today, so why don't you tell us all about it, Ed? Sure. So today I decided as a fourth bottle we're gonna try uh, Nero Davola uh, Corte Aurelio, which is a wine from my dad's region, Sicily, and it's actually very pleasant. I remember that um, it was one of my dad's favorite too, and it always was on the dinner table. Sometimes I will sip it out from his glass. Um, so this wine, it's a red wine, and it's a uh, full body. And is, its notes are mainly like uh, dark cherry, and plum. So really, really red fruits comes through it. I think it will be good, really, really good with a nice plate of pasta bolognese. That'll be good, bolognese sauce. That'll be really, really nice. All with some cheese, some cheese like, a, I don't know, like a think more matured cheese on the mature side. It can be a cheddar or it can be also like a pecorino or parmigiano, like 24 months. Yeah, and usually usually people uh, um, pair it with roasts or like meat. What is if you want to pair it with fish, I suggest to, to uh, pair it with something like seafood. Seafood linguine, that'd be good. That'd be a good choice too. Now find out more information about the wine in the show notes or head over to our Instagram where each week we'll post the pictures. Um, of the wine that we're drinking. Next, we'll continue to drink and find out all about financial freedom. Now, each week there's a topic relating to business and self-improvement, which we go into depth uh, about, and today we will discuss a topic of financial freedom. These two words change mine and Alex's life. Uh, we were both introduced to the concept from the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, God bless him. Um, <laughs> the actual definition of for financial freedom is that having enough savings, financial investments, and cash on hands to afford the kind of life we desire for ourselves and our families. Um, which, yeah, it, it's it's a brilliant concept and something that they don't teach at school. Um, Alex, you wanna show the main aspects? Yeah, so there's three uh, main aspects um, to discuss. And we'll discuss them today. Um, the first, the first uh, main aspect is financial independence. So uh, they go hand in hand. You, you know, you need to have financial independence to have financial freedom. But it's financial freedom. It doesn't define um, financial freedom. Having just having in financial independence. Uh, so just to define financial independence, um, 
This is when you buy and create assets that generate cash flow. So this could be property, um, could be stocks, um, could be even cryptos, wherever you're buying as an asset that um, will generate uh, a cash flow um, and property is one of the main ones for that. The cash flow from my asset uh, pay for my living expenses. So once you've got the assets that are paying you uh, cash flow regularly, then that will cover your living expense. Uh, once my monthly cash flow from my assets is equal or is greater than my monthly living expenses, then I am financially free because my assets are cash flowing and are working for me. So I'm no longer having to go to work every day doing a nine to five. I'm getting uh, paid just from the assets that I bought um, originally. And that will then allow you to do all the things that you wanted to do like hobbies. Now, in terms of like my experience, and we'll both share our experiences with our journey to financial freedom. At the moment, um, like the main thing I think for us is rather than having the money at the moment to buy in the assets, it's all about saving and it's all about building up the savings. Um, I've invested a little bit into the stock market. Obviously, that's quite volatile at the moment as well. We're in, um, we're in uh, February of 2021. So yeah, it's a little bit volatile, but it's still generating uh, money on my savings. Now, it's not enough to for me to quit work, but it's it's generating that money so that my savings is growing. And once I get a big enough pool of money with my savings, I'll then obviously go and buy assets like property. Um, hopefully have also money in the stock market as well. So starting to increase uh, my assets at the moment to then get the cash flow that I'm looking for. But it's not, the, the thing to understand is it's not a five minute process. It's definitely a couple of years sort of down the line. Um, and some people are in different positions than others, you know, obviously depending on how much money you get every month. But yeah, if you try and aim to just put aside some money in the savings then you can then look to buy assets. It could even be in 10 years time, it could be in five years time, it could be in a year's time, depending on the situation. Yeah, I, I kind, of, kind of agree with what, what you said. The, um, my experience is like, it's either saving or trying to generate more money. So what I did is like invest my savings and then as you said, uh, trying to create some assets um, by uh, launching a product online and which uh, I failed partially, but then that's another story for another podcast. Um, so yeah, I got, I get, uh, I go along with, with you, Alex, like saving and also trying to build as many assets as possible or find a way to earn more money, um, beside your nine to five job to do extras to then have more savings and speed up the old, the whole process. What is my tactic would be then, uh, if I didn't say properly before, I'd say that it's through product ownership. That means that you have a product, then you try to push it on online and do as many sales as possible and eventually build a business around this product or different products and automate that online, which is a very fascinating concept for me. Um, and then eventually be business owner so be in that part of the quadrant and with the income generate from that then invest in other businesses or other stuff i don't know yet so a second aspect is scarcity versus abundance mindset or mentality now this allows us to sort of change the way we look at the world most of us think that 
the resources are scarce um, and that puts us in a negative sort of mindset whereas if we change that that there's enough in the world to go around there's heaps um, for everyone to have um, and you've just got to tap into that that changes the mindset and the way you look at things you know I think a classic example is like you know you look at investing in real estate and you go oh there's no good deals out there you know maybe at that current time there's lim there's less deals but there's always good deals on the table um, and I think that's kind of going in that mindset even when you're running a business as well and understanding yeah you might be slowing down in some aspects of the business but there's there's actually so much money there's so much wealth out there that there's plenty enough there's plenty to go around there's plenty for you to have as well and if you kind of have that mentality of being hungry and wanting to um, get as you know get into that as much as possible then I think you will you will be able to find that Anyway, Ed, what's your opinion? If you keep looking, the opportunity will show itself. That's basically a sum of what, you, what you've been saying. And I completely agree. In times like this where even when, when you say there's maybe no uh, rental opportunities or buying opportunities in a real estate market, same can apply uh, on my point of view where like maybe a niche is saturated and maybe there are no possibilities. But then, you know, if you don't try and test, test, try and fail, and fail and try again you will never know and then that's why people um don't do that because they are afraid to fail that that's the biggest fear i believe now i wanted to just share my my experience as well with this sort of mindset now at the moment currently i have that kind of mindset of uh, cryptos and bitcoin I'm, i've got this kind of scarcity mindset where i'm like oh it's there's not you know there's no more money in it it's kind of I don't know, I just sort of, I have this limited view of it and I, it's always scared me to sort of put money into it because I'm like, oh, it's had its day, it's run, it's run its course. It's already, you know, this is February 2021, so we're talking about um, nearly 30,000 British pounds for, for one Bitcoin. And I think for me, you know, I, I kind of had that scarcity mentality and, you know, there's been many opportunities where I could have bought some and I would have obviously, you know, been in a better position. So. I do have that mentality even now with certain things and I think, um, you know, kind of opening your mind up and just getting involved in stuff, obviously limiting your risk as well. I'm not saying just go out and buy everything, but yeah, limit your risk as much as possible. So that's doing your research basically, um, get all your facts down. But yeah, we'll talk about um, different uh, investments further down in different podcasts. But I was going to say, Ed, why don't you share your experience with... Um, with um, drop shipping, because I know, like for example, that's an oversaturated market. Everyone's doing it. You know, Amazon FBA stuff. There's, you know, this that's that's selling online and creating an e-commerce platform. I mean, everyone's kind of got that mentality at the moment, which actually sets you up to succeed. I think. Um, so, do you want to share quickly your experience with that, and um, what's your mentality? Are you, are you sort of looking at it as an abundance thing, or is it is it something that's scarce in your opinion? Well, I believe I believe it's um, an abundant thing, and I tell you in a second why. My experience was actually uh, selling a product online. That was my goal. After I had uh, reached that poor dad, I said, "Okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do?" And I start researching. And first, I came across Amazon FBA, and I know a couple of years ago, still like, no, yeah, actually three years ago now, um, couldn't find anything that was inspiring me. And so I decided to do my own product, designing from zero, and then trying to launch it and see how it goes. And that's what I did. So the product itself is a joint tool, is a joint holder that 
uh, with hindsight is probably the most uh, <laughs> the worst product to launch in the market from zero but uh, you know you gotta you gotta start somewhere and then I decided to kind of uh, leave on the side the joint holder itself and build a brand around it which is uh, which revolves around a cannabis entrepreneur and then I focused more on the message I want to pass across and create like the kind of lifestyle for cannabis entrepreneur and then comes also the joint holder which is a super cool uh, object by the way made of hemp and it's 3d printed it's made in Italy super cool but how can I pass that message across how can I get in contact uh, with my um, target audience um, in, in a safe way because uh, the social media they don't really appreciate this kind of paraphernalia stuff that I came to know after I produced everything and invested a large sum of money and so I got through my designs and that's what I've been doing for the past uh, two years but then uh, I'm looking forward to the, just then focus on drop shipping. That means that you find you look for winning products and <clears throat> test the market. Test the market. Uh, you have to know how to use Facebook ads, and then if people are interested, then you start scaling up and money comes. Of course, it's saturated in some niches. It is. However, there are different channels popping up, such as TikTok and being as well or like someone taped the market because we're living in very uh, dynamic times i'd say i don't know if you can say dynamic but yeah people are changing uh, things are changing in a very fast very fast fast paced so i believe opportunity is always there and also new technologies are coming in such as uh, augmented reality and ai and all these things they're just starting now so imagine you have like a e-commerce shop and you put augmented reality where people can try your product before even buying it so that that's cool that's something definitely to have a look into it if you're a drop shipper um so you're always trying to uh, invest in new uh, techniques and different ways to uh, approach your audience and always be um on top of your game I really, I really see it as abundance still in 2021. The third uh, main aspect of financial freedom is mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual intelligence. Now, understanding um, our mental and our emotional intelligence is, is so important in business. Uh, and whenever we make decisions, are they from an emotional point of view or am I thinking logical? Is kind of one of the main things um, we have to understand. And, th and that can also be from a, a physical or a spiritual reason that we are sort of stressed out. Maybe we're you know stressed at work or we're stressed about a decision. Maybe there's changes in our household. Um, maybe you know, you're know you sort of someone that needs to go out and do physical exercise every morning. You know, whatever it is, you need to kind of think about life as one holistic um, approach. And that's really important in financial freedom because we all look to sort of make good investments and you know make all this money and we're not thinking about actually when I make decisions I should be in the best mental um, state as possible you know obviously not drinking too much wine Ed um, you know obviously in moderation but you know just sort of be in the best headspace when we kind of make decisions and that's that intent intelligence and understanding our body and understanding our mind and um, and that's sort of that journey of self-improvement 
Um, so constantly reading is a good thing, you know, sort of understanding this other people that have been in your position and experienced things or being in a position before you get there. And when you get there, if you've read someone else's experience, you kind of go, oh, I remember what that guy did. And I think that's that intelligence and constantly building on that intelligence as well. And like, okay, how can I become more spiritual? Doesn't mean you have to go to church. It might mean just meditating and quieting the mind for, you know, half an hour and just getting yourself in a really good headspace. Um, physical could be going out, going for a run. Um, could be going to the gym every day. Could be something that's making you move and helping your body physically. Um, emotional, obviously, you know, trying to reduce the stress levels in your life. And mentally as well, just going, you know, it could even be doing a crossword every day or, um, you know, that could be, be reading again. You know, you got reading and picking up a book and understanding, you know, what you know, your mind needs to stimulate it so you're not like left dormant. And that kind of puts you in the best shape to make decisions and be a boss and make money. I think the intelligence and understanding that is so important. Um, Ed, do you want to share some of your experiences? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, when after I read this book, to be honest with you, I I felt that a change was needed. Okay, um, but you stop thinking about uh, how can I say like everybody else is wrong, and you kind of I felt like I was becoming more humble and accepting of who I was, and because maybe. I felt like a really change within myself. That's also what I want to tell to people that are listening to us. Like the real change, it starts from you like, and within you. So you can start like thinking, if I want to reach financial freedom, how can I put myself in, the, uh, in a good state of mind? And do I really need that expensive shirt? Do I really need what my friends have, what the Johnsons have. So sort of like maybe you start embracing what's really important and value different things. So maybe you can start embrace the minimalism. There is also a book about it. Um, and also as when it comes to emotional, you can be more empathic. You can appreciate that you can give a lot to people and not expend anything in return, but then Whenever you expect the last, you will receive that return tenfold. Um, working out, workout, it's really, really important. Um, spirituality, yes, I do. Personally, I'm probably more disconnected to this uh, aspect in this time, exactly like in this period of my life. Maybe I will be more connected to my spirituality in the future i hope so i'm looking forward to it yeah and that's it it's 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 really a change within yourself so if you and it's not something that happens overnight <laughs> it takes time because let's say i have read rich that poor that and i start pursue financial freedom when i was 26 so you need to get rid of all bad habits that you have built until you are like that age and that not, does not happen over, like, not even a week. But tiny, tiny steps every day then makes a huge difference at the end of the year or the next year. From my experience, uh, I, I mean, what I do at the moment is I try and take a 20-minute 
you know what? It's, it's a meditation slash a nap. I mean, I want, I want to say it's meditation and it's purely spiritual, but it's, it's definitely a, there's a nap aspect of it. And it's one of the, it's one of the tools that I'll share with you in a, in a later episode, but basically it's, um, it's an app you, you know, you put on and it, and it takes you to a meditative state while you're lying down. So you do actually get a restful kind of nap, but at the same time you are kind of in this sort of state of mind, which is really good for the mind. It's not sleeping because I think sometimes you can get you can sleep and then you wake up feeling like heavy and not not switched on. This is kind of the opposite of that. It's a refresher, it sort of resets the mind. Uh, I find that really useful, and so that, that's kind of where I'm going in the spirituality. I want to get more into meditation. I think a lot of people are doing that now, get into a bit of yoga and things like that. I think that kind of puts physical and spiritual together. From a physical point of view, I uh, like to go out for a run. Um, I'm walking every day as well, so kind of that that sort of covered that. Um, from an emotional level, I do find myself I do get quite emotional with decisions. Um, so you know that's kind of one of those things where you know putting down all the facts um, has helped me with that emotional side of things. You just sort of don't make a decision straight away. So I'll get back to you. Those are the kind of things that like help you to make a decision that's um, going to be kind of the right one in that moment. Um, and I certainly find that, you know, investing in stock market, it's very easy to kind of feel emotional and buy in the, in the dips and sell in the highs. And, you know, you're trying to time the market. And I think coming with a real sort of clear plan, and that's where I think my emotional side it is improved a lot, is just coming with a clear plan. And that's for like a five-year plan. It could be a year plan. It could be just that week plan or day plan. If you plan down so so methodically and you know what you're doing each day, that emotion, you don't feel as emotional, you don't feel as drawn uh, to do dif- different things. Um, and I think uh, that kind of helps really give you a clear focus um, to make decisions. Um, and then the other side, like the mental side of things is like, yeah, obviously reading books, I'm doing that a lot. And understanding new concepts, like I'm really getting into cryptos at the moment and understanding um, also blockchain um which i've never sort of got my head around and i'm now starting to get my head around so hopefully we can explore that in another episode as well so hope you learned something that you can take away and apply to your life we will continue to talk about financial freedom and explore other topics in the coming weeks now each week uh, we'll share a tool that we have found very useful and has benefited our life and we hope will benefit yours so i'm going to introduce you the tool of the week which I use for scheduling posts on my social media, and it's a lifesaver, I'd say. It's called Later, and very, very famous. Probably most of you guys know know it already. And some of uh, main brand use Later, and it's really useful and simple to use. So you connect your Facebook and Instagram account, and it's basically a calendar shows in main window where you can. Uh, create bulk posts and then allocate them and schedule them and already write the caption. So what I usually do, I take, I don't know, maybe Sunday afternoon, I spend three to four hours to create post, 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 post um, and for like two weeks. And so in an afternoon, I make two weeks worth of post. Then I schedule them and then I take 30 minutes the next day to write captions and hashtags. So it's really, really good. And also has the option of hashtag suggestions, so it's really, really good. The and, and the link in bio option as well. The con, I would say, that's not 
auto-publish stories, I mean, until now, and Carousel. So I will give you a push notification on your phone, on your uh, device, and then you'll have to do that uh, manually. So guys, download later. It's really, really good if you have social media accounts, so you have like a personal brand or a business, it really, really saves a lot of time. Thanks, Ed, and we'll share a link to this in the show notes. So that's it for this week. Um, thanks everyone for listening and if you want more we will be back next Thursday for another glass of success and a new topic to discuss but if that is not enough and you want more make sure you head over to the Instagram leave a comment or send us a message if you have any questions or you want to suggest a bottle of wine or if you have a business topic to include in a future episode now remember to subscribe rate this podcast recommend to your family and friends and anyone else who would enjoy listening to us. Next week, we'll have a bottle from a different place and we will talk about a new topic. So take care, have a great week, have fun. See you later. Bye guys.